thank you for watching this edition of the unpopular review if you like what you're watching please subscribe to us on our social media on facebook instagram twitter and youtube at u-p-r-y-e-p-i-l-w also while you're at it subscribe to our friends at yep i like wrestling on the same social medias at y-e-p-i-l-w yep Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Unpopular Review Entertainment. Today, we're talking about Avengers Infinity War. Wow, we are near the end. We started this uh, with the crappy movie of Captain America. Going to Captain Marvel, and now we are here at Avengers Infinity War. Two more after this one. Let's go ahead and bring in our co-hosts. We have C. the Superior, and we have the anti-hero, Mr. James, down there. What also, is going on? Can you guess why my name is anti-hero? In a movie full of heroes, <laughs> we'll find out. We're going to find out, ladies and gentlemen, the Mark Victor Rodriguez is unable to join us because it's his birthday on day of taping. So here, filling in for his position is none Somebody other than- the way, you see them? Yeah, I know, already, it's snap. Is a mark of his own. This will be Mark Wins. Mark, what is going on with you? Hello, how are you doing? What's going on? Live from the quantum realm. It's good of you to join us. Thank you. <laughs> what was that? Definitely a spoiler. All right. Mark, what's going on? Welcome. Thank you for filling in the hot seat of Mark. You are a part of the entire episode this time. I think we were only over five minutes last time. The entire episode live on Facebook, upload to YouTube, and on all podcast formats. Welcome aboard. We appreciate it. But in the meantime, let's jump right into it because we have a big show today. And I'm on the time schedule here. So, anti hero, take it away with the synopsis. All right, here we go. Film opens with the annihilation of the Asgardian refugees by the children of Thanos in a quest to obtain the Space Stone hidden within the Tesseract. Following a swift defeat at the hands of Thanos, Heimdall uses the last of his dying strength to send the Hulk to Earth to warn the disbanded Avengers in an effort to thwart Thanos from retrieving the two Infinity Stones located there. But with a fractured team, can the Avengers manage to protect Vision, defend the Earth, and fight back Thanos' army? Right. Oh, oh! I think Thanos is attacking. There was a lot of noise there. All right, so it's an earthquake. Yeah, it was an earthquake. I feel like something was said. Let's go ahead and jump right into it. Uh, let's start off with a segment. Let's start off with a segment. Let's start off with uh, it was the best of scenes. It was the worst of scenes. And since you are the guest of honor today, Mr. Wins, we're actually going to start off with you. Let us know what was your favorite scene. Are you cheesing because you're happy? Or are you cheesing because you're frozen? I don't know. So, <laughs> I've got. Hello. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. We hear you. We hear you. We can't see you well, but we hear you. <laughs> there you go. You hear me? Cool. We so I got I got four really cool scenes that I like. All right. I don't want to go too much into the Wakanda battle. It was just a. It was a cool but generic battle. The battle on Titan was pretty cool, but I, the two scenes that I felt were like really, really good was the Volmir scene. I thought that scene was really dope where uh, Donald took Gamora to Volmir. And that scene was really, it was layered. Cause like, so first thing first, you see Red Skull and it's like, whoa, why is Red Skull here? You had no idea this was gonna happen. Why is he here? What happened? He explains about how he held one of the stones. It was obviously the Tesseract, which was the Space Stone. 
I guess that somehow transported him to Volmir. And then he speaks on how he guides people to a treasure he cannot possess. The treasure being the soul stone. He can't have the soul stone because it's a soul, it's a soul for a soul, a soul for a soul. He was first of all, he went there by himself. So he that disqualified him. And then even if he were to like leave and then come back, I guess he doesn't love anybody. He doesn't have anybody that would be worth sacrificing. So it's like he really, really could not possess the soul stone. So it's just all I do is guide people to a treasure that I cannot possess. There was this that. Is the, the Red Skull from the other movie, right? It's the same same guy, right? Not the same actor, no. Oh, it's not the same actor. It's not the same actor, but it's the same character. Okay, okay. Yeah. So um so boom, he sits there and he's like, Yeah, treasure I can't possess. So now Gomorrah's like, Oh, look at that. You love nobody. You can't do this. You, you the, the the universe has judged you and they said no. And then you see Donald's turning around and he's crying. And, he's, and you're looking, and you're like, ha, he's crying because he can't get the stone. And and then Red Soul's like, nah, he's not crying because of that. And like you like it's it's this twisted way of like showing compassion for Thanos. It's like, yo, like he really is sacrificing everything to get this done. And he literally he grabs Yeah. And he grabs Gamora. Sad the whole walk over there. Gamora can't do anything about it, can't overpower, can't do nothing, and just tosses him, tosses her. And yeah, that's she oof, even that's tried to kill herself. I thought that was very like yeah. she tried to sacrifice herself first before he can get a chance to throw her over. And yep, but then reality stone bubbled that knife. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a great scene. I did really enjoy that scene. And yeah, it was very layered. You got to see how they that he really did have some kind of love for her, even though it was a twisted love and like uh, not necessarily like your conventional mother or father and daughter love, but I don't even, it's, it, her childhood was horrible. So I'm not surprised she didn't believe that he loved anybody, let alone her, because she had such a horrible childhood. But right. yeah, great scene, that's a good pick. Right, but I have one more scene that I think was even better than that. And it's not as layered as the Volmir scene, but I still, when I, I watch it, and I just laughed because what do they say? First impressions last forever. That first scene when uh, Asgard's torn up, the, the Black Order is like talking about you guys are now the children of Thanos. They send out the Hulk. To try and beat, to try and fight Donald's last second, and Donald just pieces him up, boop, 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 picks him up, slams him, lets you know off rip. It's like, yeah, look, we've seen Donald's here and there in different movies. He doesn't really do nothing. Is he really a threat? Yes, this is a problem oh. that needs to be dealt with. And that was your favorite, one of your favorites. That, that was my favorite scene. It's it, it. When I first watched that scene, I laughed because it was just like. They really destroyed Hulk. What's up, Joe? How you doing? They destroyed Hulk. And, and there was no stones involved. It was just, he just got beat up. And it just lets you know that Donald's is here and uh-huh. the game is over. And that so, was yeah. at the beginning of the movie. So was uh, yes. all downhill from there for you? <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't all downhill. I, I Spoiler alert, I did enjoy the movie, but I'm just saying like... <laughs> That 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 scene was really really dope for me. All right, so I'm gonna have to um, 
gonna have to disagree there, but we'll we'll talk about that later. <laughs> but um, I'll go ahead and go next. As far as my favorite scene, um, yeah, again, there were quite a few. Um, so I tried to like narrow it down. So one of my favorite scenes, I'll go ahead and say two too. So I did really enjoy the the uh, the Vormir scene. Um, but I also enjoyed it was a this this scene that I enjoyed was a really small, really small scene, wasn't on, on the screen for long. But when teenage group sacrifice or like kind of sacrifice his arm or cut his arm off to kind of help Thor with um Stormbreaker, even though his armor grow back, it was just the fact that he was so engulfed with like his technology, like most teenagers were. But then when he saw that he was really needed and like it was like a dire situation, he put that to the side and he kind of joined the family and you know contribute contributed so I, I really enjoyed that scene again i still think baby group is the best group teenage group is maybe second best adult group third final place <laughs> so and another scene that i enjoyed um now this one might be a little controversial guys because i'm pretty sure this isn't anyone else's favorite scene ever in in like the history of marvel but it's my favorite scene of the story <laughs> because, okay, so I'll just tell you, I'll set, I'll set the mood, guys. In close to the end of the movie, where we had Wanda and Vision, and she pretty much had to kill him to, to destroy the stone, even though that was her lover. And like, they had like a really quick romance, like it wasn't really on screen that much. And honestly, I didn't really see how their romance made sense in the movie, but they don't have the worst romance of the MCU. So I can I can roll with it. <laughs> but the fact that she the fact that she had to essentially kill him, the love of her life pretty much was a great scene to me. And also given the fact that Thanos brought him back to life and she not only had to kill him, then she had to watch him die again. I thought that was a really good emotional scene. I thought it was shot beautifully. I thought it was like pulling heartstrings a little bit. So that was probably my favorite scene. Oh, mm, controversial, I know. <laughs> I would say that's an understatement, but okay, go ahead. Uh, Amy Give it up for love, guys. Who's next? Anti-hero. Oh, is it me? Okay, no, I was just... I'll, I'll comment on uh, Chrissy's uh, favorite scene uh, with uh, that she just mentioned in a second. Let me go to my favorite scene. There okay. were so many in this I movie know. that I absolutely loved. Um, but let me say this. <laughs> uh, I thought one of the best scenes in this movie, and you'll understand what I mean when I say this, and this is actually controversial in that I'm going to get uh, talked about forever because I said this. I actually enjoy Thor, Okay. Um, not all of the, the movies that they made for him, because I don't think they're true to the character, true to the North myth, uh, Norse myths, and true to who they set him up to be, right? Even in the MCU. But when he goes to Nidavellir, okay, not all the stuff with Peter Dinklage and all of that goofy, and talking like none of that, but when he actually holds open the aperture and he's taking the full force of that dwarf star, right? Mm -hmm. Long enough so that the, whatever metal that is, it can melt down. I thought that was very godlike, if you will, very heroic. And it's something that no other Avengers should have had a time to shine like that. They don't, I don't think, right? 
but I thought it was very Thor-like. And when you think back to when they're celebrating some victory that they had in battle and him and um, I forget what the, the, the friends are, his, um, the name of the group of his friends are, but um, when they talk about the battles, that's something I could hear them bragging about. That okay. time that we were there on Nidavellir and you held open the aperture and you forged Stormbreaker. I thought it was very heroic. It was, it was, it was impressive. It's all fake, right? But it was so Thor that I don't even know if there was a, another Thor scene in all of his movies and all of the uh, Avengers movies that it was so true to that mythical godlike. He's a step above. He's something different. Like when the collector says, "Oh, as guardians," you know, and he's like, "I can't believe it." When Hella talks about that, we used to be feared all over the universe, right? That is why it, it was very godlike. And I and I I love that sequence. Um, there are other um, scenes in this movie that I enjoy, uh, mostly to do with Thanos and the way that he's played by Josh Brolin, which I thought was superb and very subtly. Okay, and I'll just say in a general sense, I like the subtlety of how his character was portrayed. It wasn't over the top. He wasn't twirling a non-existent mustache. He was a tired man, a tired soldier, and he was doing what he had to do or what he felt he had to do, right? And I, weird enough, I could respect that. You know, he, he was true to his focus and his vision. It was very General Zod to me. You know, I don't enjoy it. It's something that has to be done because I feel it has to be done. So in, in that general sense, that's my general favorite scenes with Thanos, the quiet ones. Um, but that Thor scene on Nida Valir was, was, was amazing. Yeah, that was but Thor was, I like Thor throughout the whole movie. I thought he, he I know you did. We, we know. Look, not we know. because the reason you because think. <laughs> no, because I thought you were going to say because Thor was your favorite character. What were you about? No, name? Captain America. You all know Captain America is my favorite. Oh, why is he your favorite? Because he's just so, like, moral. And it's, it's oh, really? It's, yes. Not in, not in Civil War, he wasn't. He was. Because no, he knew even, that even in Spider Man Homecoming, they say he's he a criminal. He's a criminal. He's a lot. Did he, Did he serve his time? Look. <laughs> so, but I like Thor throughout this movie because it yeah. was one um, scene that he had with Rocket that I thought was really impactful. I can't remember what was on the it word for word, but pretty much he was describing that, you know, he lost everything, even his brother, yeah. even his father and everything, and how he was determined to fight Thanos again. And even if he loses, he has to fight, fight him. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I thought that was a great scene too. That that's up there for me as well. Yeah. And you just reminded me when he when he jumps down out of the uh, the little ship that they had, you know, that spare ship, and he starts swinging it around and uses it the 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 pull of that to to break um, the rings out of uh, their frozen state. Loved it. <laughs> Loved it. There's no, nobody else could do that. You know. <laughs> Fantastic. So now we're on to you, uh, executive consultant. What's your favorite scene? Oh, uh, Oz is very simple. It had a lot of great scenes in this movie. But most people who have had a conversation with me know uh, on Facebook IMs know how I start off by saying my hellos. Uh, you either get an oi or you get a gif. And if you get a gif, you get Thanos walking in <laughs> to this planet and then become one of the final fight scenes. That's my favorite scene in this movie. Uh, it was when Thanos had a fight scene, big fight scene 
with um, Iron Man, Spider Man, Doctor Strange, uh, Batista. Uh, <laughs> not group. Was it? Yeah, it was no, it was group. Batista. Uh, Mantis. Starlo was there. I think Mantis was there. I don't remember because I don't remember she had a line in the movie. But uh, oh yeah, that's right. She did. She did. Hurry up. He's very strong. Wow, what great, what great acting! But uh, yeah, I, I love that fight scene from beginning to end, uh, all the way up until she fi- he finally reaches Earth. Uh, then it kind of got like, okay, I'm just gonna hit everybody. Uh, actually, and I'll talk about this in my worst scenes part because uh, that was actually part of my worst scenes. But I, I really did enjoy the scene. I thought it was a fantastic uh, choreographed CGI, of course, but uh, fight scene very well done. It shows Thanos. Uh, po- uh, powers cannot stand when people will hit me up with stupid stuff while I'm doing the show. I got you. I'll hit you in a second. Um, but uh, I, you know, it was just a good scene. I'm not going to go too much into it because we got a lot of show to cover and I got a lot of stuff I have for my part, especially in my final thoughts. But if that's what you're talking about with best scenes, that was my best scene. All right. So let's get right into the worst of scenes. And I am very excited because apparently one of my worst scenes is one of you guys' best scenes. So I'll go ahead and start with that. Um, my One of my worst scenes, because there's more than one, <laughs> is the opening scene pretty much when we got to see Thanos fight the Hulk. Because for one, I feel like just on a size a scale, I feel like they've kind of been scaling down on the Hulk size throughout the MCU. I, I, when, I remember, when I first remember seeing the Hulk, he was kind of gigantic. He was a presence. And then... Well, not kind of. Not kind of. Yeah, he was huge. <laughs> he was a monster. When we see him, but it's, I don't know when it started, but this movie. steadily through the MCU. This movie. Yes, he's shrunken in size, shrunken in power. But and also when you get to see Thanos and and Hulk, you know, side by side or face to face fighting, you get to see that. Hey, why is he the same size as the Hulk? And I'm not really one to. I'm not really into the comics, so I don't really know all the history behind um, Thanos. But I never imagined him to be the sheer size of the Hulk. That pissed me off, and it pissed me off that <laughs> that he. The Hulk took a beating like nobody is nobody's business. And Gosh, he's supposed he to did, did he though? Did he? Uh, no, this, is, this is your worst scene, but I'm, uh-huh. I'm agreeing with you. But did he really take a beating? I yeah. feel like he, got, he, he, got, he, he like he did. He was humble. After you, we didn't. Hulk hasn't thrown. Not even thrown. I don't want to get into Endgame too much. But Hulk hasn't thrown a punch since. He was humble. He has not thrown a yeah. punch. Yeah. Was he humble yeah. because he got he because he got neck chopped? No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is your turn, Chrissy. Go yeah. ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> he was humble Go because ahead. when you see in a couple of the other movies when the Hulk's fighting someone, he doesn't react really so much to the punches. Like he can't even feel it almost. But when he got hit by Thanos, he felt it. And I was like, this doesn't. I didn't. I didn't like this scene at all. So that was one of my least favorite scenes. Um, there was another. Hold on, let me get it. Oh, this up, one also it. pissed me off. This is also close to the beginning of the movie where we get to see um, one of the characters from um, the, their previous movie, which is this guy, Doctor Strange. <laughs> and 
pretty much he got taken to town by this guy right here. I don't know his name. <laughs> but he took him to town. And I don't even know what this guy's name is or what his powers are. But He's literally the only thing he had to do. Ebony the only thing he had to do to, to stop Dr. Strange, who's the a holder of the freaking time stone, <laughs> was restrain his arms. <laughs> Once he had his, you know, poison ivy vines come up and restrain his arm, he was useless after that. He couldn't do anything. He couldn't do anything but hope and pray that somebody well, would save put, his he ass. Put him to sleep. He put them to sleep. Did you see that? And this is the guy who is is is, is in charge of of of, of the whatever I'm in New York. Them, thank you. How? Thank you. How does Squidward? Thank I remember you. they called him Squidward. Squidward. <laughs> how, is, how is this guy taking him out? The henchman. He's not even the main bad guy. <laughs> in his movie, they were making mirror universes, folding up things <laughs> like like Inception. Right. And he gets choked out. He gets choked out. He gets choked out. That was so disrespectful. <laughs> so what yeah, that was my. Shield? What happened to all the shields? <laughs> so yeah, that was my worst. All that my two worst. Guys. Well, mind you, mind you. Wait, you wait, 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 wait in a minute. <laughs> go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You're right. So let's go um, to who's ready, Mark or Chris? Who wants to go first for the worst scenes? I'll go next. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead, Mark. Yeah, because I don't. I really enjoyed the movie. Like my worst scenes are like they're not even scenes that like I thought were bad or just scenes that I didn't enjoy as much. So like, basically, everything that was on No Nidavellir, other than Thor being godlike and taking the brunt of the star, it was the least enjoyable thing. It wasn't bad. I did enjoy it. It just was the least enjoyable thing for me. Another thing. Every scene where each member of the Black Order died, actually insane. Because it's like they were well, they, they they weren't supposed to just be like henchmen. They were supposed to be like big deal henchmen, right? Like for example, right, Ebony Maw. He takes down Doctor Strange, who can fold planets and and, and manipulate time and bargain with, with with Dormammu. He takes him down, gets him captured, and then how does he die? By getting thrown into space. Almost by accident. Mm -hmm. The other one, um, give me a second because I gotta remember their names and what they did. Can okay, so, okay, so so Call Obsidian, the giant dude, he was fighting Hulk in the Hulkbuster. He was fighting Bruce in the Hulkbuster, and the and he was breaking that shit apart. And then he just puts the Bruce just puts the arm booster on him. He flies into the barrier and just gets he just gets burnt to death. And it's just like, yikes! That's how you die. Who yeah. else died? Proxima Midnight, the, the, the female of the Black Order. Scarlet Witch kind of just threw her up. It seemed like the greatest accident of all time. You just threw her up with her Scarlet Witch powers, and the giant wheel thing uh -huh. shredded her. Dead. Like, <laughs> really? That's what we're doing here? And then, and then Corvus Glaive. Corvus Glaive was the dude that was basically, it seemed like his job was to hunt the Vision and get the Mind Stone. He had this blade, he was beating Vision up, cutting Vision up, all is what you call, we got this, and then finally, boom, at the end of, the, at the, end of the, the movie, how does he die? He dies of the same blade that he was using all movie. I, I, those, um, yeah, like those endings to those characters, it just felt very messy. Yeah, accidents happen indeed. <laughs> 
But okay, I can see why you're upset at that. Yeah. But I actually kind of liked how um, Wanda finally showed some strength in this movie. Finally, um, Did even you? though it took her a while. Yes, she she showed. You know, she came down late. Even um, they commented on it's like, why was she up there the whole time? <laughs> she should have right. been. Right. You think she showed strength in this movie? Um, yeah. Yes, more so than what, what other movie has she done? In Age of Ultron, in Age of Ultron, when she when she when she literally waved her fingers and warped all of the Avengers' minds, she didn't do any of that here. She didn't even try. But anyway, it's not my turn. It's not my turn. turn. Let me fall back. It's not my turn. She she did know what she was doing in that movie, and that's that's a good point that she did like warp everybody's mind with her fingers. She did. That was one of her powers. One of them. That was right. One out of for this movie. Make she was like a girl movie. just getting out of like, her parents' house for the first oh. time in that movie. She oh. just was think... caged, she was caged up most of her life. She finally got out. She was taken out of power. That true. You know what's true is I would like to say my scene. Can I say my word? Oh, finally. Go ahead. Right. Y'all about to go on a tangent, so I couldn't say what I wanted, wanted to say. But, um, Dan, can I remember? I wore a scene. I have to piggyback off of Chrissy real quick. Um, Hulk getting his butt whooped. You know you know how I feel about Hulk. Well, I say this every single Hulk movie. Uh, <laughs> the Incredible Hulk, Hulk smash. Arguably, pre-2008, arguably, he was the most popular Marvel, uh, most known when I'm talking about popular, most popular Marvel character. Yeah. Right? Since 2010, downhill. With the Hulk, every single movie he gets his butt whipped. Mm-hmm. I understand why he had to lose to Thanos. I completely understand. But damn, did you have to make him look like such a punk in this movie? He was such a punk in this movie, and they tried to explain it later by saying no because he he was upset. This is what the director said. He was upset because he felt like he didn't have to come and save the day at the last minute every single time. No, he got his and butt. I don't right. I don't buy. No, uh, he at the very it. end, at the very end, and I'm going off a tangent. I wasn't going to talk about this. At the very end, he's like, "Hey, Hulk, buddy, I know you like coming at the last second. Well, this is the last second, or some of that." Hulk said, "No, no, no." That was annoying. I'm like, wow. And then you you did that. Oh, yeah. Spoiler alert. I'll throw it up there. Spoiler. You did that. You're like, okay, we're going to redeem him in the next movie. Hey, spoiler alert. They did not. So. <laughs> <laughs> Another scene that I was not particularly uh, happy with in this movie, and I'm trying to remember it because I had it, but the whole thing bothers me so freaking much. Uh, Oh, okay. Um, I think they're in Paris, if I remember correctly. And we have Vision and Scarlet Witch, the slowest part of the movie. All right. Yeah. And they're in their, they're in their little, they're having their little love scene, right? You know, because that's what I'm reading my notes. (laughs) No, I'm sorry. They're having their little love scene. Now, somebody mentioned Scarlet Witch and what he did in Avengers Age of Ultron. Hey, let me tell you, another powerful character in Avengers Age of Ultron. Yeah. Vision, yeah. What happened to him, right? That's true. So we have Vision and Scarlet Witch in Paris, right? Hiding from everybody, right? The two, two of the most powerful ones. Arguably two of the most powerful Avengers, right? They, you want to talk about Hulk getting a body, they get bodied by three underlings, right? Thank only you. to be saved. Thank only you. to be saved, right? By arguably three of the least powerful I'll give Captain America's credit. But Black Widow and Falcon. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad you said it. I'm glad you said it. Yes. Yes. No small roles yes. here. 
They're all if these if these you people saw, are so tough, how could black people don't take them out? And you saw that. You saw that disaffecting BS to COVID. I'm trying to tell you what's going on right now, right? I'm saying the Scarlet Witch is an all-powerful person who is, uh, my man Mark right here said, just did like this and somebody got thrown up. Instead, she's running from the person. Vision, oh my God, he's running. They try to give that bullcrap answer about, oh, I can't face. Get the hell out of here. Anyway, so no, I, I, that I believe, though, because like, here we go. Because like, like I said, the, the dude, Cordius Glaive, that he, it seemed like his job his entire job was to get the mind, the mind stone, and it felt like his blade was specifically designed to take vision out. So okay. that I believe. Here's that, my question, though. Yeah. Here's my question to that. If you if you're gonna throw that up as the as the explanation, just like the director said, the reason why the Hulk was a, I can't curse, was a, a B in this movie, right? And in the in the following one was because he is tired of saving Bruce Banner. Well, we've already seen Bruce Banner jump out of a helicopter and turn into the Hulk because the Hulk won't let him do it. Bruce Banner in the MCU said, I put a gun in my mouth and I and the Hulk spit the bullet out. So we know that if his life is danger, the Hulk will do it because it means the Hulk will die. So the director doesn't know what he's talking about and he's tr he's trying to retcon it after the fact, right? Mm -hmm. So let's, let's just keep it 100. Now, what Chris said is absolutely accurate. These two were the, the tanks of the team. Now, how could an uh, old super soldier and two useless, useless humans compared, comparatively speaking, comparatively speaking, no, no, listen, comparatively speaking, comparatively speaking, take out something that the two tanks can't take out. Because the two oh, please, tanks. Please, no disrespect to you and the other MCU fanboys and, 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 to, and to our, 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 our late co-host Vic, who is somewhere in the soul stone right now. Okay. <laughs> Make nonsense make sense. It doesn't make sense. Okay. Has a special knife that can stop his phasing. Okay. Even if it stops him from phasing, they can't stop everything doesn't else. He have, doesn't he have, doesn't he have the mind stone? <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. It, it doesn't make sense. Now, but, now Wanda can and Captain America Civil War, Iron Man, Captain America, and their teams are about to go at it. And they were fighting and they stopped. Why did they stop? Because Vision showed up. And mm -hmm. everybody was like, oh crap. All right. But, but let's if you don't believe, if you don't believe Vision scene, is guys. a tank, if you don't believe Vision is a tank, and we're about to go, I'm going to segue to James. If you don't believe Vision is a tank, ask uh, Rhodey. James, go ahead, take it away. Yeah. <laughs> so. I'm going to start with my work scene, and then you got to give me a minute, folks, because this movie, you know, and, and I, I was shocked because the movie made over a billion dollars. Everybody said this was the greatest thing until Endgame, and then Endgame was the greatest thing. But before that, they said Thor Ragnarok was the greatest thing. And before that, they said something else. But but now this movie was the greatest thing when it came out, and it's the MCU, and the MCU can do no wrong. But it still had a worse scene. I was shocked. And my worst scene, and I don't want to fight Chris. We go way back. My worst scene is going to be called Titan, and I'll get into that. Now, everybody knows the threat that Thanos said, and we've already had a scene before where Star-Lord's girlfriend said, hey, he wants to destroy half of the universe, and if he, gets the, stone, and if he gets the stone, he can snap his fingers, right? That's why Vic's not here, because he snapped his fingers, right? So if it comes down to it, promise me that you will kill me. He lies, 
right? Mm -hmm. And then he hesitates, and then he finally pulls the trigger. Now, I understand the first one, he was trigger shy, and he couldn't do it, you know what I mean? But now he knows the stakes. Tony Stark, number one, had already said in the beginning of the movie, destroy the damn stones, and then he can't do it. Especially the time stone, because then he can't wind everything back. Nobody yeah. listened to Tony Stark. I'm not even going to mention the fact that he said we need to have a global defense. Not even going to mention that. But now they're on Titan, and Star-Lord wants to be Big Testicle, I'm going to call him. Big Testicle Star-Lord, right? Not Mr. Star-Lord, Big Testicle Star-Lord. And he says, I have a better plan, Tony Stark, and it actually works. Remember, it was my plan. I told you it will work. And then the idiot says, where's Gamora at? Not love <laughs> off. Because half of the universe is at stake. He's worried about Gamora, who he's not even man enough to say, I love you to. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Okay. So this man-child, I call that a Mowgli, a man-cub, a Mowgli, right? Just like in the Jungle Book. Okay? So this Mowgli, who can't even tell the woman that he loves, he loves her, he's going he's gonna to jeopardize the fate of half of the living life in the universe over the fact that Gamora already said, I'm willing to die. Mm -hmm. And he knows that they do this all the time. There's a chance that she might die. They almost have the glove off. That's the mission. We've seen him grow. We've seen him give up literally godhood to save the galaxy or the universe. We don't know how far his, his dad has spawned things. We see him literally give up godhood to save everybody. So he's been through this rodeo before. We've seen the character. And this is the MCU, correct? They, they, This all exists. This all happened, correct? Did yes. I get that timeline correct? For those people who are going to jump on me for stating what they put in their own movies? Okay. <laughs> he gave up his genetic godhood because his father died, even though that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Because guess what? My grandfather's not here, but I'm still black. You see how that works? <laughs> it doesn't go away. It doesn't go away. So we've seen him at this rodeo before, but somehow on Titan, he screws the pooch. And then when Thanos goes and he succeeds, he's like a little boy in diapers. He said, did, did we lose? What happened? Is Gamora dead and everybody's dead? I'm shocked. I'm surprised. He's Titan, worst scene in this movie. It is the worst scene. Now, the worst scene is when Thanos is about to crush Captain America, but here comes old man, and I'm keeping it G. I'm keeping it very G. Old man, old wait, man, Captain America. Wait a second. With, with, with the strength of, of, of so much Bucky love, <laughs> that even Thanos says, who is this fool? Again, rated G. Who is this fool who dares withstand me? The war bride. That's and because he's self-sacrificing. Withstand my power, but you, human, you can do it. And then he just sacrifices. What are you doing here? Get away. That's honorable mention. <laughs> but I need a minute to rant because oh. I'm I'm not through. Wait, and hold I'm, on. Before, before okay, you go into the rant, please, please defend it because I, I can sense it. I'm not defending. <laughs> I don't want to defend it. You make you make 100% sense. Mm -hmm. But the reason why they had to put the uh, scene of Captain America like trying to resist is because in the comics there was this there's a pretty significant scene, iconic scene where like Donald basically took out all the Avengers and the only one that was left was Captain America. So I guess that was their way of like trying to the last stand. 
Yeah, try to <laughs> re- reference that. But no, you're absolutely right. It doesn't make sense. I'm not defending anything. I just wanted to put that out there. Honorable man, guys. So, 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 so they had to put it in there because that scene is in there. Well, in yes, Civil sir, War, man. in the comic books, it was completely different from the movie, but they still made the movie. So that's what I say to you. So I have six things. I have six things that I just want to get off my chest. And I'm going to go with the first one. Can we make sure that you have exactly 60 seconds to do this, yes, right? It's only six, please. Let me get through this because I need to get this off my chest, okay? okay. This man right here who warped Thor, the god of thunder, in his own movie from room to room to room to room to room. I called him Dr. in this movie. He didn't have any power. He didn't use the time stone. All he did was create laser whips. He got choked out by some diseased looking alien and did nothing. Then he got drug needles stuck in him. Worthless. Two, the Hulk, who apparently no longer gets bigger and stronger when he gets angrier. He does nothing but pee out. Again, rated G. Nothing. And then didn't even want to come back. Three, Tony Stark, the only one who remembered the threat to the universe. Again, four, where are the heroes in this movie? They deserve to die. There were no heroes. Hence, my name is anti-hero because none of them acted heroic. They all were selfless or selfish, selfish children, okay? Five, the war bride, and as I called her boyfriend, the fleshlight, okay? They were useless. (laughs) They were useless. They did absolutely nothing. The most useless OP characters. Six, Mantis is strong enough to put to sleep a celestial at their most powerful center core. That's what they said in that movie, the MCU. But she struggles to stop an alien or even to put down an alien. Why? Because he's very strong or he's very angry. But she bodied a celestial. I don't want to hear it. I'm done. How much Uh, time? How much time? You are one minute and 40 seconds. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to come back at the commercial break and do our um, quotables, quotables for this movie, which, you know, everybody should have so many, so many. We'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen. She was, I think, actually, I think he actually treated her very well. No, he was, he he treated her well. Well, he so was Christy, would you want him to stand on his lawn with the with the big uh, boombox and play your favorite songs? He burned her name her? into her lawn. Should he yep, wait a hundred years before he hooks up with her? Yep. And tell her that she smells different from other girls? Should he, should she, <laughs> which one, which one would be more romantic? Which one is less creepy? Which one is it's, less creepy? Tell it's, me. It's just as creepy. It's the same This way. one is it's far more creepy. Not the not the hundred year old corpse who, who who tells us she smells different. Do you smell it? I, I smelled oh, other teenagers. That's growth, not really reality. That's my reality. different, baby, and there's something about you. And when I bite you, we're going to break this bed. Mi bello. Mi bello. Oh, mi scusi. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. 
Unpopular Reviews Entertainment Edition. I am the exec consultant, anti-hero Mark Winsidian for the Mark Victor Rodriguez and Cedar Superior. That's right, Thursday, uh, sometime during Thursday evening, we'll be reviewing Euro Trip. Uh, can't wait to see that movie. Haven't seen it yet, but right now we're going to go straight into it because we are like really behind time. I'm going to get in trouble because I'm going to be late. Let's go ahead and deal with quotables. Your favorite lines of the movie. One or two, please, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go ahead and start off with none other than the person who ended with his one-minute rant. Anti-hero, take it away with your quotables for this movie. All right, bear with me. Let me let me give two quotes. The first quote, and both of them involve Tony Stark and one Dr. Dewey Van Littles. Okay? <laughs> the first one, Tony Stark. If Thanos needs all six, why don't we just <laughs> why don't we just stick this one down a garbage disposal? Great quote. Great quote. Never got an answer. Here's the other one. This one involves Dr. Do It even less, okay? Now, this is right after after Dr. Doolittle hands the hands the time stone, the most powerful one. You know that one? The most powerful one that he never uh -huh. used to save people or even the sanctum. He just gave it away. Okay. Mm -hmm. The one when he when he bends over, right? And he and he and he, and he hands the stone away. This is what, what Tony Stark says. Why did you do that? Now, mind you, Thanos was going to kill Tony. Tony was willing to die. Remember that, right? Tony was willing to die. Thanos says, stop. No, Dr. Dula says, stop. I'll give you the stone if you, if you don't kill him. He says, no tricks. And the magician says, no tricks. That's ironic. It's funny because it's MCU, right? And then Tony says, why did you do that? And here goes Dr. Doolittle. We're in the end game now. That's not an answer. <laughs> that's not an answer. I just asked you, we're in the end game now. What does that mean? I disagree. That is an answer, but okay. All right. All right. <laughs> I, I can tell you what that Hold means. On, wait, 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 wait. Favorite scene. This is my favorite scene. That's it. There you go. Like that. But no, even if, if it makes sense to the people who read the comics, if you're in a battle, you just got stabbed through the guts, and you ask somebody, why did you say you want to hear is some like obtuse? Like obscure. Thank you. We're in the end game now. I just, I just got. Stabbed I don't want to hear a riddle. Yeah, I, I don't want to hear a riddle. <laughs> right. The he man threw a moon at me. The man threw a moon at me. I kicked <laughs> him with everything I had and only cut his jaw. And then he bodied me and stabbed me with my own weapon. And I asked you, why didn't you stop any of that? <laughs> Doctor, you're a excuse me, I'm about to pull a Vic. You're a doctor. You can help me medically or magically. Yes. You let me get stabbed. And then you say I'm giving the stuff when he was about to stab me, when he was gonna throw he the gave an answer. He no, gave an answer. No, no. no. We're in the final Now we're in the game because you gave up. When he threw the moon and he went room like that, you didn't wake up and say, No, 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 no. You didn't do any of that. Speaking of no, 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 no. Mark, Mark, go ahead with your quotables, Mark. Doctor, go ahead with your quotables, Mark. Did you come prepared? Did you do your homework? What quotes do you have for us? Are you are you praying to the God? No, 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 no. Donalds was a poet. I got a bunch. Like Donalds was great. All right, go ahead. The hardest choices require the strongest wills. Perfectly balanced, as all things should be. I ignored my destiny once. I cannot do that again. When I'm done. Half of humanity will still be alive. I hope they remember you. All that for a drop of blood, referring to oh, yeah. what James said. <laughs> You're not the only one cursed with knowledge. All right, let's. I yeah, 
I am cursed with all your quotes, though. We don't have time yeah, for yeah. it. Right, so, no <laughs> you know, all right, so that's good. Those are all good quotes. I appreciate that. Uh, let, did you want to elaborate on one or two of them? That's not me asking you to do it. I mean, it's up to you. Okay, cool. Uh, I'll go back for my quotables. I have two quotes. Uh, as I say, each and every single week when I have a quote, it's something that I regulate to my everyday life. So let's go ahead and start off with one of the first lines in the movie. From Thanos, ladies and gentlemen. Big surprise there. I know what it's like to lose, to feel so desperately that you're right, yet to fail nonetheless. If frightening <laughs> turns the legs to jelly, I ask you to what end? Dread it, run from it, destiny arrives all the same. And now it's here, or shall I say, I am here. Ladies and gentlemen, I have said that to so many people in my uh, life when they try to play me in a video game and I have to beat them. So I, I have to tell you that that, video, that line is really good. My second line that I am uh, saying, I don't have to wear a wrestling t-shirt because, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not on a wrestling show, so stop. Um, so the next line I have to do is, actually, Mark said it, but he, he didn't give it justice. He didn't say it powerful enough. Um, another scene that almost made my worst scene cut because it was just, like, so boring, even though I understood the meaning behind it, so I understood why it was there, was the scene where you saw him picking up Gamora, officially adopting and balancing the knife. Perfectly balanced as all things should. Love that line because that's what I do every time somebody actually makes it make sense. Because if it doesn't make sense to me, my life is not balanced. I need it to make it make sense. So I have Ricky in the comments right now, right? <laughs> Say, Chris, is that a wrestling shirt you're wearing? Yet I'm on a movie show. <laughs> not making sense to me. And the only way to make it balanced is to unclick this comment and take it off the screen. There we go. Perfectly balanced, as all things all right. should be. Peter Superior, your turn. Take it away. Okay. So I wrote down a couple, but for the sake of time, I'm just going to say one. Um, okay. This quote was really impactful to me because, again, it spoke to um, the dynamics of their relationship. So back to the Bloomer scene where um, Gamora, I believe that was the scene that where she said this. She said pretty much everything I hate about myself you taught me. So I just thought that was a really powerful quote. You know, Sounds like a high school teacher. <laughs> I think it speaks to their uh, father-daughter relationship. It's like, you gotta love your kids. Oh, there are people. Public service announcements. Raise and love your kids. So they don't grow <laughs> up to hate you. <laughs> so, yeah, that's my quotable, guys. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's the end of Quotables. A little bit rushed this week, but of course, we are a little pressed for time. Hey, the first segment went on long and long, but this was a movie that deserves it. Let's give it respect, but let's go ahead to our new favorite segment, uh, according to you viewers out there, and that is the segment we call, yes, Mr. Yes, I did. I, I have a question. I, I don't know sure. if I can ask this, but if, if Thanos believes in everything balanced, do you think that his testicles are the same even height or one higher or one lower? I just, um, I just, you know. And All he right, has one on his face. The balance, the, the balance, the one in his between his legs. I, I, I know, I know. If somebody snaps. I know the first person to go is going to be James. Let's go into the next segment. It's going to be recasted, and let's go ahead and start off this week with our special guest again, Mark. I know you have it ready. All right, um, yes, I'll play it for does. you once you you set it up, and then uh, Chrissy can play because I don't know what you did with it. So go ahead and take it away. So, had a kind of a hard time figuring out who I wanted to recast. And then I like saw Doctor Strange, and I was like, "Oh yeah!" <laughs> when I first saw Doctor Strange, in brief, I thought that was Keanu Reeves. So yes, I would make Doctor Strange Keanu Reeves. And I think there's a 
the editing on this picture is, is fantastic. <laughs> I love the gray streaks that they placed in his hair ever so so delicately. <laughs> Y'all gonna stop hating on my man Strange. Y'all gonna stop hating on man he's Strange. A mess. He's, I, a mess. I, I, he's a mess in this book. He was MVP of this movie to me. I'm sorry. Are you kidding? What? You're lying. He was MVP. He was the only one. He was the only one in this movie. He was the only one in this movie who actually gave Thanos some competition. He was the only one. So I competition, ladies and gentlemen. Hold on a second. Wanda held Thanos back and not was the live zone at the same time. I think that if anybody gave a competition, it was Wanda. I'm sorry. The I think I, last time I remember Wanda and Thanos going up against each other in this movie, uh, she got backslapped. I was going to say something else with a beat, but I didn't do it. But she oh, literally God. got backslapped to the end, okay? No, I don't want to hear that, all right? Doctor Strange gave him some competition. No Back one else did. Casted. This is going you, over time. No, no, well, you know what? I'll tell you another thing. I didn't like, I'll tell you about, I, I'm, not a, I'm not a big Star-Lord hater like everybody else in this movie. I understood a little bit why he did it, even though it was stupid. But I don't understand why he thought what he thought he was going to do against Thanos before Thanos decided to go to Earth and he came shooting the two little guns. I didn't know what Thanos was going to do. I had to say, bro, are you kidding me? You should be snapped. I, I, without the snap. All right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Who wants to go next and recast it? Uh, I'll go. Well, Earth just went, so. <laughs> <laughs> James, say Perry. James, go ahead with your recast it. All right. <laughs> Well, I, I, I'm just I'm just astounded because before before recast it, Chris says he likes everything to make sense, and what he just said was utter BS. So, <laughs> what? Yes. But listen, this is going to be a shock. My recast it. I just have one. My recast is going to be a shock for everybody who's been watching us all the times. If you want to go back and watch them, by all means, do. We have them in the back catalog. But if you've been paying attention, you know that I have a favorite character. I keep talking about them. Okay. Um, <laughs> But I got to do it because, you know, recast is a new segment that we do. So here's my recast for Doctor Strange. Here it is right here. This is <laughs> in Jennifer Smucks, if you've ever seen that movie, a great movie. And I and I, and the reason I picked Zach Galifianakis in his, in his in his magician's cape, if you notice right here, his magician's cape. Why? I thought that was color. Luke Skywalker. <laughs> no, no, no. Chrissy has never seen a movie that's older than five years. But listen, <laughs> if... if <laughs> if uh, the reason the reason why I picked Zach is because in that movie he was portraying a, a magician. He had mental powers, and I thought he was as powerful as Doctor Strange has been in the MCU because both of them did jack all, and both of them had no powers. <laughs> so if you ever watched Jennifer Smuck, it's almost as if you watched Doctor Strange. And I guess by Chris's logic, that would make <laughs> Zach Galifianakis the MVP of Jennifer Smuck. So there you go. There's my recast. <laughs> You guys cannot tell me this does not look like Luke Skywalker in, in Rise of the Skywalker. You can't tell you're trying to say Mark Hamill, and there's a little bit of references, but y'all going to stop hating on Doctor Strange. I need y'all to stop hating. Chrissy, please. I'm not hating on him. Did you see my recasted? I love it. <laughs> Chrissy, please make some sense of this and give me a good recasted. Okay, so I'm going to get straight to it. So there was um, an actor in this film. He is a, a pretty good actor, but for whatever reason, his contribution to this movie is horrible. So we got um, in the film. He's called Itree, if I'm saying it right. He's the um, the one who makes Stormbreaker. Horrible mm -hmm. acting. I love him in in Game of Thrones, but here he was horrible. But I do know who could forge a worthy weapon for Thor, 
Mm-hmm. And here he goes right here. We got Gimli. From, <laughs> from, from Lord of the Rings. From Lord of the Rings? Yes, he would have done a great Is job. That Lord of the Rings, are you sure? Lord, Lord of the Rings. That looks like Masters of the Universe to me, but that's fine. <laughs> Lord of the Rings. This is this isn't from. I don't think this is from Lord of the Rings. I promise you, it's from Lord of the Rings. It's from the Hobbit. It's from Lord of the Rings. You sure, or from the Hobbit? It's the Hobbit and Lord of the Rings. The is the Hobbit character. not in the same universe as Lord of the Rings? Exactly. Well, same one character. Takes place, one takes place about you know fifty to one hundred years before the other, so it's about the same thing. Plus, well, either long. way. I guess I'm wrong. I guess I'm wrong. Infinity War is the same thing as Endgame. I'm sorry. (laughs) They all suck equally, so it doesn't really matter to me. Okay. What are we talking about? The new Star Wars? I'm disappointed. No, I'm disappointed, Lord Rings. I'm disappointed all three of y'all's recasted. Y'all disrespected Doctor Strange. Well, Chrissy, you have somewhat of a point. Uh, But the guy who played in X-Men Days of Future Past, which stars Sir Ian McKellen and Sir uh, Patrick Stewart, who are the superior... Uh, Charles and uh, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. All right. Michael Fassbender did a great job. Can we not say Michael Fassbender did a great? You can't say that that he did a. There great was job. a poll let's, that's let's who, Okay, all right, all right, all right. My recasting. I have two. Always have two. So I have two recasting, and I'm going to start off with um, talking about somebody who was near and dear to a lot of people's hearts in this movie. Um, I think it she was. Why? Why because can't it be the Hulk? Hulk. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying the Hulk was some garbage. All right, that's all I'm saying. But um, no, it's not the Hulk. It's uh, oh, think on your feet because I don't right. call you out. Yeah. yeah, you you gonna have to. We'll start off with one because I forgot the other one. All right, we'll start oh, off with really? one. You forgot. I'm gonna talk about. <laughs> I will talk about um, Vision because he bothered the hell out of me. So freaking badly, okay? Um, so I'm only going to do one this week. Vision bothered me so freaking badly. I'm like, who else is a robot that can't do crap and has to figure out a way? Yeah, I wanted to do her, but I can't think of, I can't think of who. But who, can, who actually had to sacrifice himself in order to save the movie uh, from being a disappointment? So uh, as I go around... I found somebody, and here he goes, ladies and gentlemen. We are I'm talking about like, Commander oh, Data, Lieutenant Commander Data from Star Trek. There you go. We're going to play just as well when it comes to Vision as Vision himself. And you know what? He might have we actually saved lives. You know, we what? don't trade lives here, Captain. So, yeah, we did. We did this one. Uh, we mm-hmm. traded for you for Sir Patrick Stewart. Uh, <laughs> but that's that's another I can't like McAvoy. The hate is real. When you I, said I a, a robot that saved lives, I could have sworn you was about to put Johnny Five up there. <laughs> he, he sacrificed himself at the end of the movie. That's, that's, in, the, that's in the time period that you didn't watch, Chrissy. I'm surprised you I know li- about that. I love that movie, and I cried. You like, that, you like Beetlejuice. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to come back. We're going to find out, talk about what we're going to talk about next Saturday, which hey, is no surprise there. But we'll be right back after this commercial break. Stay with us, please. Everybody watching, everybody listening, you want to know what I think? I think it's a vision of perfection, an object of affection to quench your royal fire, completely, completely free from infection, to be used <laughs> at your discretion, waiting only for your direction. Yes, she's your queen to be. You could not live with your own failure. 
Where did that bring you? Back to me. You took everything from me. I don't even know who you are. You will. Ladies and gentlemen, you're watching Unpopular Views Movie Edition and talking about Avengers Infinity War. I am the executive consultant along with the anti-hero Mark Wins and C the Superior. And we are now leaving Recasted and we're going into our final thoughts of the evening, day, whatever you want to listen to this. And we're going to start off, as always, with the ever so talented but unwise at times, see the superior. <laughs> Just because I have taste doesn't mean that I'm not. Just wise. because okay. you might have a good flavor ice cream doesn't mean that you have taste. All right, go ahead. Let me go ahead and mute these other mics. <laughs> <laughs> so, my final thoughts about the movie. Um, I'm just going to go into a couple things that. Um, just one or two things that I didn't like, I thought were a little disrespectful to this one character in particular. So in the beginning of the movie, we see that um, Tony and the Hulk and Doctor Strange are talking in his library or, or his foyer or wherever the hell they were talking. And they mentioned that they have to find Vision. And Tony, in all his wisdom, even though he was very wise in this in this movie, he said something so stupid to me that I was like, this is disrespectful to her character. They said, he said, the only person who could possibly find vision isn't Black Widow, who's a, a spy, or, or, or Hawkeye, who they're trained to find people like this. And even in the beginning, um, in Iron Man, the first one, they mentioned that Black Widow was the one going around to all the different, finding these different Avengers to see if they were good enough to be in the Avengers initiative, pretty much. He didn't mention her to find Vision. He goes to Captain America. And I haven't seen him use any kind of technology to locate anybody. We never see him like any in the past locate anybody. I don't understand why they said that, they, why Tony mentioned him instead of Black Widow. So I thought that was disrespectful. And <laughs> another thing that I didn't like was the fact that in previous movies, I think it was the Inkheart, I believe, I want to say it was Thor, the last Thor or the Thor before. Doctor Strange brings Thor's in and says, hey, I'm compiling a list of threats against the Earth. Your brother Loki is on him. I need him. I need you to pretty much collect him and get him out of here. But in the first scene, when you see Doctor Strange, they, the Hulk says, hey, we got to do something to store um, Thanos is coming. And Dr. Strange says, who? Who? <laughs> what happened to this damn list? I thought you were compiling a list of threats. And you didn't get the biggest one on your list? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, but with all that aside, I'm going to give this movie a thumbs up because I really did enjoy this movie um, from pretty much beginning to end. Thumbs up for me. All right, a thumbs up from C. Superior. Next person we'll go to is Mark Wins. You're always second because you are the second Mark. So go ahead and give final, us your final. final thoughts on Infinity War. I love this movie. When it came out, I saw it like three, four times. I um, I thoroughly enjoy it, beginning to end. 
Um, it is really interesting to see people like break down the logic of the movie because, like, especially James, James with his with his sixty second rant was more like a hundred seconds. It was a the logic there was sound. It is hard to argue with a lot of it's hard to argue with a lot of things that he says. He's I've been watching the Unpopular Review movie edition, and he um he has does very great breakdowns, very good at like confirming and or debunking logic. So I hard to argue against a lot of the stuff unless you want to just be like, oh, well, because of the comics, right? And I can understand why you'd be upset at that. But overall, it is my favorite MCU movie. Definitely, even after Endgame, I still think Infinity War is better. And um, this movie easily gets a thumbs up from me. Yes. All right. All right. Thumbs up from Mr. Mark Wes. Now we're going to go over to the anti-hero who's going to be true to his name probably on this one. Let's find out. James, hard to argue with. I'll do it all the time, but go ahead. Well, Mark puts me in an uncomfortable situation because, you know, he says such nice things and thank you humbly. Um, <laughs> But this movie, respectfully, is trash. And, <laughs> and I'm trying to think of the nicest ways to say it. I mean, where do I start? Do I start with Dr. Doctor? Do I start with the fact that there were zero, like, I mean, maybe one or two heroes in this movie? Um, the fact that uh, nobody got even a cut on their face <laughs> except on Titan. All of those dog creatures, no, nobody got hurt. People had powers and strength that they shouldn't have. It was all over the place, but so was the MCU. And if you've enjoyed the MCU up until this point, you would enjoy this movie. So logically, that would be sound. And I'm not taking away anything from people who enjoyed this. It's just not my thing. When I go to a movie, it has to have its own internal logic. That's how I am. I've always been that way. So I'm the odd man out. I understand that, right? Visually, was it stunning? Yes. Um, did they have some jokes in it? Yes. But that's not what a movie is to me, unless I'm seeing a comedy or a stand-up. Okay? Um, Tony Stark was right, but Thanos should have won because he was the only one who was willing to give up everything to accomplish the goal. And I respect that. When you, when you sacrifice everything, including yourself, and he says it, he says to Wanda, um, you know, before he rips the stone out of her boyfriend's head, um, I understand better than most. I've lost more than you can even realize. And you you see, again, like a weary soldier, he's been doing this for quite some time. And he played the game masterfully. You can't hate him for winning. They deserve to die. But, spoiler alert, a rat, yes, I said a rat, <laughs> in a U-Haul place, will save the day. Not Ant-Man, no, a rat. And that's my thought. So what am I going to give this movie, this this opus, this magnum opus of the MCU? I'm giving it a thumbs down. All right. <laughs> All right. The anti-hero proving exactly why he is one, why he's the villain of Avengers <laughs> Infinity War. Now we're going to go over to the executive consultant and let's go ahead and start off with a little bit of facts. Fact of this movie is this movie got an 8.4 out of 10 on IMDb.com. It is now the highest rated movie we have reviewed. This movie cost an astounding $321 million to make, uh, possibly the highest movie uh, I have to see, but I think it is. It made a lot of noise. It made $2 billion, uh, $2 billion worldwide, 678 million of it came from the United States. Broke some records, ladies and gentlemen. This movie definitely did do that. 
let's talk about the good of this movie. This movie had a lot of characters, and I think for the most part, they utilized all of their characters pretty well. They gave a lot of people as much screen time as they should have had in this movie. Thanos had more quotes than almost anybody in movie history, in my opinion, second only to the Joker in The Dark Knight. So I have to give Thanos a lot of credit for that. He was interesting. He was entertaining. He commanded every scene that he was in. Thor actually was the most entertaining in this movie as opposed to every other movie he's ever been in. And that definitely includes that stupid-ass Thor Ragnarok. So I have to say that as well. Also, Captain America copying Thor's beard or whatever that joke was, was a good joke. Uh, I did like uh, the... uh, the scene with Rabbit trying to get uh, uh, what's his name? Bucky's arm. I thought that was good. Oh, I'll get that arm. I thought that was good because as he said, oh, I'll get that arm. I was like, Bucky said, oh, I'll get some screen time because he didn't do anything in this movie. So there was a lot to like about this movie. There's a lot to dislike about this movie now that I am watching it back over. Uh, I, I Even while I watched it, I didn't like what happened with Vision. Even as I watched it, I didn't like what happened to Hope. Um, I cannot remember the, the woman's name, but the person who's the bodyguard for uh, T'Challa, she said it best when Black Widow came down. What was she doing up there the whole time? Mm-hmm. You have all of these little creatures, dog creatures, whatever you want to call them, trying to kill themselves to come inside. All of them. So many of them. And you leave her up there to protect. Thank you. No, didn't make any sense to me. I can't agree with that particular thing. I also liked the scene when Thor came with Stormbreaker, but it was very reminiscent to another Thor movie he did when he came in, saved the day by throwing his hammer around and then catching it and then having a big, you know, big music score and everything like that. So there's a lot to dislike about this movie. I also didn't like how Thanos just came out of nowhere to Earth and then everybody was getting their butt whooped. But if you really watch that movie, especially in slow motion, it was very anticlimactic. He barely was doing anything. He was just walking, and then they were just falling dramatically all over the place. That looked very stupid to me. And also, the people who died, let's be real. Everybody who died was not in Avengers 1, okay? Mm-hmm. Everybody who died just happened to die around the person that they cared about the most, okay? So they had them heartbreaking scenes. Yes, Spider-Man had a heartbreaking scene. Oh, I don't want to go. I don't want to go, Spider-Man. Okay, fine. Hey, Tony told your ass not to get on the daggone uh, ship, and you did it. So you need to go, buddy. Iron Groot meant dad because he was scared. Now, everybody's like I said, everybody's around the person they love. The child really wants to bang his bodyguard. That was apparent to me. All right. <laughs> Bucky, Bucky shot out. Guess who Bucky shot out, right? Bucky shot it out for Captain America. Groot shot out for Rocket Raccoon. For some reason, Batista, I had no idea was in love with Peter, but Batista's in love with Peter. And then Peter is in love with himself. So that's what happened. So everybody pretty much died around the person they died with. So there was a lot to dislike about that movie. However, at the end of the day, this movie's going to get a thumbs up for me because it was still an enjoyable movie from, and I'll use a wrestling terminology, bell to bell. Not perfect, but one of my favorite, if not my favorite Marvel movie, period. So it gets a thumbs up from the executive. And there you have it. Four, I'm sorry, three thumbs up. One thumbs down, uh, and I think we still only have a record of one movie that's had all four thumbs up, believe it or not. So, hey, I got a quick question before we go, though. Sure, was was Steve Rogers more upset when his when his girl died or when Bucky died? Which one? When his girl died, you think he was more upset? <laughs> he was more upset when his girl died. He was upset when Bucky died. I disagree. And the reason I'll come out and the reason I'll come out disagree is because and it's a spoiler in Endgame, he was really depressed that whole movie. Right? Matter of fact, his line was 
I don't know what I would do if we don't. This has to work, right? Why do you think he's yeah? For the reason, but he had to go back in time and say, Bucky. That was his first priority. Once he found out Bucky you know was he's alive, an honorable man. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. He's not an honorable man trying to have a He's not an honorable man trying to have a threesome with uh, with Falcon and we'll Bucky. That's not an honorable man. We'll discuss All this right. later. Thanks, everyone, for watching <laughs> Entertainment Edition. We'll see you again next Thursday to review uh, your trip. And enjoy your weekend, everybody. Bye. You whispered that. Uh, I'm hoping we'll change it. That's why I whispered it. <laughs> Thursday is Euro trip. Be there as we, uh, Mark will be back. Be there and then Avengers uh, Endgame. That's not it. It's the wrong one. Avengers Endgame next week. Uh, we'll be reviewing that. And um, the technician, David Sanderson, actually will be joining us for a little bit for that particular one. So watch us next week. In the meantime, for Cedar Superior for Mark Wins, I'm the exec consultant. That's the anti hero. Live long and prosper. And have a good night. Should have went for the hand. Head. Should have went for the head. That's exactly <laughs> what he said in the corner. Oh, okay. Hand. All right.